Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome in, everybody. Episode two Woo. of the Broncos Blitz podcast on 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. I'm Jake Marsing. I'm Ryan Green. He's Ryan Green. That's what he tells me anyway. <laughs> uh, we are coming to you live once again. Well, not live. We had this problem yesterday, too. Oh, I need yeah, to stop just, saying that. We are coming to you from the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center, uh, the Denver Broncos headquarters. Broncos are off today, but we uh, decided to come down here on an off day and record this. Actually, no, we're lying to you. We're recording this on Monday. Oh. On uh <laughs> On Monday. We, we weren't supposed to tell him that. I know. Right. I, I, we lied. Um, we're coming to you from the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center for Episode 2 of the Broncos Blitz because, Ryan, goodness gracious, the Broncos right now, 4-0. and 4-0. Sitting atop the mountain of the AFC West. <laughs> okay. That's what we're going to be talking about on this Tuesday and every Tuesday. We're going to take a look around the Broncos division, see where they sit, see where things line up for them, and what this team has to do going forward in order to make sure they win, I think it would be their sixth consecutive AFC West title. So we talked yesterday about the Broncos' big win, 27-7 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ryan, give me some of those scores from around the AFC West from this weekend. Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers. How did those games turn out? Uh, the Raiders, uh, on a final drive, Derek Carr... I hate that I like him because I think he's just a quarterback that I would like no matter what team. Uh, Let him down against the Ravens. uh, Scored the final touchdown with two minutes left. They won by one point, 28-27. Let's talk about that game. Uh, It's... I don't know. I still don't know about the Raiders. They're 3-1, which was better than what I thought they would be. But their defense still doesn't scare me. And they were supposed to be the ones that, like, challenged the Broncos' defense this year. I don't see it. Like, they have, they currently have less sacks than Von Miller. They remind me a lot more of last year's Raiders team than I think they would have liked. Um, yeah. They have a lot of dynamic offensive that, yeah. playmakers. Derek Carr, I think, is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, Amari Cooper is a great player. They've added some other offensive skill pieces. Latavius Murray's touches continue to go down as they start yeah, I to, what, I think. I don't know, man. They start to go to a little bit of a uh, of a. I know this because he's on my fantasy team, which, Just, <laughs> which, by the way, beat you. That's why he's. That's why he's not doing anything because he's on your fantasy oh, team. Hey, what was the score of that weekend's game? Anyway. I whatever. Uh, anyway. Latavius Murray continuing to kind of lose out on touches, but they still have a ton of dynamic offensive weapons in Oakland that have really set them up well this season and will continue to do so for the rest of the year. That's a team that I think has to be paid attention to in this division. They're second right now, three Uh and one is their record, and they've looked really good despite kind of an iffy start. They've looked yeah. they've looked good even if their defense has not been quite the unit that we all thought it would be. Yeah, the team has had an iffy start. The defense had an historically, I believe they gave up the most yards in the first two games of the NFL season, like the most in NFL history. Yeah. Um but 
you know, it's 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 just the first four games. You know, a lot can happen. And what what I'm actually interested in is how Michael Crabtree has really become Derek Carr's like go to guy. I thought him and Amari Cooper would be lighting up the league this year, but Crabtree had three touchdowns uh, on Sunday, and it just uh, I don't I, again. It, it's I, too it just, early to make those kind of to make those kind of judgments <laughs> about how a team looks. If, about how a season's going to play out right. for a guy well, statistically. Yeah. It's too, it's too early for as, that. As of right now, it, it appears that Crabtree is just His role is bigger looks. than it yeah, was yeah, last yeah. year. Then yeah. More than I thought it would be. And that's also systematic because teams yeah. aren't afraid of Michael Crabtree. They are afraid of Amari Cooper. Right. So they're going to do everything they can to lock down Cooper. Right, yeah. I don't, I Which don't opens see teams, up opportunities Yeah, exactly. For I don't see teams all of a sudden trying to double Crabtree and leaving Amari Cooper single. That's yeah, that's just, a good way yeah. to get yourself beat. Uh, I think the Raiders have a good football team. I, I think they're going to continue to be a thorn in the side of the Broncos. I would not be surprised to see the Broncos lose that game. I think it's a Sunday night game in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, that one... That'll be a rowdy crowd. Yeah, it'll. it's a first Sunday night game maybe ever. In Oakland, I know the first one in a very long time. I need to check the stat on that. But this game is going to be that game is going to be important when the Raiders come here in a few weeks. That game is going to be important. Uh, but I think the Broncos overall set themselves up as a much better football team than the Raiders going long term. I still pretty strongly believe that Derek Carr is a good quarterback. That Khalil Mack is a good player and a good fit for that scheme. I just maybe need to see a little bit more of a coordinating job on the defensive side. Right. We here in Denver know a lot about Jack Del Rio defenses and Jack Del Rio coordinated and coached defenses, and I think this Raiders defense has a lot of the same problems that that the Broncos defense had here uh, while Jack Del Rio was here. What's the next score in the AFC West, Ryan Green? The next score, another one-point game. Uh, but this time it was the Saints coming back and beating the Chargers. I believe uh, the final score was 35-34. But didn't the Chargers have like a 13-point lead in the in the fourth quarter? Yeah, the Chargers are finding miraculous ways <laughs> to lose football Chargers. games. Chargers are, are, Chargers are, you know what that is? That's the sign of a really poorly coached team. Here's here's the stat. Phillip Rivers is on pace to throw 32 touchdowns and four picks, and the Chargers are on pace to go 4-12. and 12. That's it's incredible. Again, it's it's just, you know, four weeks into the season. But uh, I assume that's probably how it's going to go. It's going to be close to that. Uh, I think Mike McCoy is going to be out pretty soon. Um, that's just when you can't win close games over and over again. That's right. not a talent issue because the talent is putting you in a position to win that game. You're not able to close it out at the end. And in the NFL, that has a lot to do with clock management. With how with play calling, with mm-hmm. how you're managing things on the field, and that's a coaching issue. That's not a per, that's not a player or personnel issue. Absolutely, it's not just one bad game. This happened the first week against the Chiefs too. So, uh, you know, I always said once is an occurrence, twice is a coincidence, three times is a habit, and we'll just see how they do fourth quarter wise and in late game wise if they improve. Because if they do improve, like I said, Philip Rivers is playing great right now, and they're scoring a lot of points still on offense. But like you said, you can't have leads in the fourth quarter and still be one and three. That just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work out quite that way for those guys. Look, I think the Chargers' big issue right now isn't actually a football issue. Their big question is Location? Whether, yeah, it's where they're going to play in a year. Um, That's, yeah. And it's weighing down that entire organization. You, you really think right that now. would like weigh down the like the players? Absolutely. Even if it's uncertain. Absolutely. It's not doing Absolutely. anything. Not doing anything for the Raiders. Listen. Philip Rivers did a podcast um, 
with Phil with uh, Peter King over at SI, the Peter King's MMQB podcast. Well, I'm not going to voluntarily listen to Philip Rivers talk. Well, you should because he gives a lot of good insight, <laughs> and he right. talks and he talks a lot about the location thing. It is weighing heavily on the minds yeah. of those players. Well, yeah, and I knew for Philip like that was a big issue. Like I knew he didn't want to go to LA. I knew he wanted to stay in San Diego with his nine thousand children, and um, I think it's eight. So okay, sorry, eight. But uh, Mr. Phillips' attorney. But like, yeah, uh, I mean, I could totally see it being a distraction, and, and you know, especially because it's not, you know, it's it's very rarely just a location change. There's a big change in personnel, you know, both in the front office and on the roster. So yeah, if you're a player and you're uncertain of where the team's going to be next year, you're definitely uncertain if you're on the team next year. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of worry in the organization they're trying to make this work. well losing games isn't helping that no but i'm i'm it might be a symptom of that that's true uh we'll see all right what did the kansas city chiefs do this weekend please don't remind me ryan Gray. um i don't think they actually did anything no and that's did they how, show up did they get off the they plane resulted in the gosh what was it 43 43 to yeah. Uh, it was to, 43 to 7, I believe. Oh my god. Find out you're our score master. I know, here, I'm Ryan. so sorry. I had the scores up. It was 43, but yeah, do you think the Steelers were a little uh, angry at their performance that they had the previous week against uh, I don't I don't know if I buy all that. I think in the NFL it's all about matchups and it's all about how one team plays against another team in a given right. week. I don't I don't know if I buy the oh we were angry about that or this okay. or that and we wound up having to and we wound up having to, to, to come in and play a tougher, more physical, more aggressive game. I don't know if I buy that. I think teams are just kind of teams sometimes. And mm-hmm. that proved this weekend that the Kansas City Chiefs are not a good matchup for the Pits, uh, the other way around. The Pittsburgh Steelers not a good matchup for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Uh, wh- why do you think that is? Rutherford, five touchdowns. You know, Le'Veon Bell's I think, 18 carries, 144 yards. I think the way their defense plays in Kansas City on the back end especially is a little bit concerning if I'm a, a coordinator or a coach. Like Marcus Peters loves to pick the loves to pick off balls, right? Loves to loves he, to intercept balls. He gets balls. beat a lot though. He And he does. Yeah, then, he's a little like a young Aqib Talib. Right. Yeah. In that oh, he That's very good comparison. And we talked about this yesterday how Talib will sit down in a zone or he'll be in man coverage and he'll do things technically that make coaches and DB uh, off script. coordinators and DB coaches crazy. Yeah. But he's doing it because he's freestyling and he wants to pick the ball. Right. And he does it a lot. He does it a ton. Marcus Peters, I think, is leading the league in interceptions right now. Right. Um, he's a good player. They have good players. I think they're older up front than they would like to be and than anybody would like to admit they are. <laughs> and I think that ultimately Alex Smith is... Alex Smith, he's a good player. He's not a great player. Um, Jeremy Macklin has proved to be good for them. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about their running game. Spencer Ware hasn't been quite the uh, quite the player no. that he, people thought he was going to be. He had and, an okay game, 13 carries, 82 yards. Yeah, that's but bad. that's I mean, I, garbage. They need, yeah, a lot of that come, came in the second half. Yeah. Um, they need Jamal Charles but I don't know if they're going to get Jamal Charles. And I don't mean, yeah. like, actually. I mean, like, what kind of player is he going to be when he comes back? Oh, that's tough, you know. He's 30. I think he's, I think he's 31 now. 
That's the that's the age is he, and off his what second ACL now? Yeah, and he's there's no guarantee that you're going to get the player that that's you thought bad. you were going to get. I liked him. So um, we'll see how the Chiefs wind up, but ultimately, I think the big takeaway from this last weekend in the AFC West is that the Denver Broncos are in really, really good shape in this division, mm-hmm. despite all the doubters, all the naysayers, all the people, myself included, who thought they were going to have a really tough time out of the gate. It's a credit to Gary Kubiak as a head coach for being able to manage that situation, and it's a credit to John Elway for building a roster capable of sustaining success. Right. Uh, Okay, so at the beginning of the year, you said you think that three AFC West teams would be making the playoffs. A quarter of the way the season in, do you still feel that way? Uh, No. Okay. No. I I think Denver makes it, probably is the division winner. Yeah, I think Oakland gets wild card. I think Oakland can be like a nine and seven, ten and six yeah. wild card team. I don't think Kansas City is good enough consistently offensively uh, and defensively. I, I just don't think they're a good enough football team. I think everybody on the East Coast likes to likes Andy Reid and wants to buy into Andy Reid, um, but I think they just have fundamental problems in their roster. I right. think they're they're too old up front. They aren't really well coached on the back end right. and they haven't really been able to get to the passer yeah in the way that they have that's in the true past. yeah their 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 front seven used to be the best part about that defense and it's just not there and Tomahali is older yeah um justin houston has not been the player that he was in the past has he even played he's still suspended right? yeah he is um i, I don't think he's going to be the guy that he's been um Right. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how the Chiefs wind up. But I think, yeah, I think you're looking at two teams right now mm-hmm. in the AFC West that are going to be in the mix. I think Kansas City will be in the mix near the end of the season. I think the Chargers are probably a 4-12, and 5-11 and 11 team and wind up firing their coach. We'll see how things wind up. I think there are a lot of serious questions in the AFC West that still have to be answered. Uh, we'll be here to answer all of them. Yeah, I think, still right? early. Still early. We'll be here to answer every single one of those questions on 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. Give us a follow on Twitter, at 5280sportsnet. We're out here in the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center each and every day, Ryan Green. Well, we also go inside. Do We're we, not just in the parking do? lot. We do? They let us inside? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe not you. Oh, oh that's why. How sad. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, will, I am inside. Okay. I, I, uh, yeah, tomorrow, Trevor Simeon, maybe. Manuel Sanders, maybe. Maybe. C.J. Anderson, maybe. Probably Gary Kubiak. Probably Gary Kubiak. One day at a time. We'll see uh, who talks tomorrow. We will bring it to you with another one of these bad boys at 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com for Tuesday, October the whatever. Fourth. That that's Tuesday's date. That's mm-hmm. today's date. October October the fourth. Uh, he's Ryan Green. I'm Ryan Green. I'm Jake Marson. He's Jake Marson. This is Fifty Two Eighty Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.